This is Worshiping God God's Way. This is Steve Erspringer. And we've been looking at the book, Worshiping God God's Way, going through it chapter by chapter. That's been the last couple months in this podcast. And the book itself was a biblical perspective of the origin of worship. That was the idea. Where did worship come from? What are the words? What do they mean? How did people live their lives as worshipers from the very beginning of time until today? How much that has been changed and affected by society's norms? And the book really is pretty short. It's not that long, but it has a lot of information that if you're going to study worship in any way, you'd probably want to read this book a little bit because it'll say things I don't think you've heard before cause you to think about verses and scriptures and gives you an idea of the heart of worship, really what what worship is, what it means to God and how he views it. So that's what we've been doing. But in this podcast, we're looking at a scripture in James and it's James chapter two, verse 14. Now in this chapter, James is saying, What good is it, dear brothers and sisters, if you say you have faith, but you don't show it by your actions? One of the podcasts we looked at Titus, and Titus said, you know, you guys say you believe in God, but the way you act doesn't look like you do. So you're not really proving anything. You're talking about, you know, knowing God, doing things for God, experiencing God, and all those things that you would believe in, but Your lifestyle doesn't show it. You're not proving it. Well, this in a sense, in James 2, verse 14, he's saying the same thing. But he says, you know, you have this faith and you talk about your faith. And we talked about Jacob's faith when he worshiped. But you don't show it with your actions. So the accomplishments of faith is really the demonstration of trust. I'll say that again. The accomplishment of faith is the demonstration of trust. The evidence proven by one's confident actions anchors their belief in God's purposes. To say this simply, physical action confirms faith. In other terms, you could say it proves itself, similar to what Titus was saying. And so we find that when we talk about portions of our Christianity, all of them require an action, a response. It requires us to prove it by the way we either act, talked, how we manage ourselves in society, what we do. And there's part of that is true when it comes to all parts of life, even if you're not a Christian. If you say you have love for each other and you care about different cultures and different people, there'll be a moment when you have to prove that. Or if you say, I have high respect for someone, you have to show that respect. That's how life works. When we talk about giving our tithes and offerings to God, we think of it as being worship. We think of it as a level of faith. And it's pretty easy to understand how that works because sometimes God requires you to give money that you might not have and you have a level of faith that rises up and helps you do that. But most sermons on faith, like the one James is talking about, they end up deliberating on the value and the power of money. Somehow faith always seems to come back to how much you're giving, which in turn 
kind of turns into how much money is in your pocketbook and what you're sharing, who you're sharing it with. Money plays a powerful place in the Christian experience, which in some cases places trust on an untrusted source. For instance, what I mean by that is sometimes we put a lot of trust in our money, which says in God we trust, but the money itself is really an untrusted source, but it makes us feel good about it when we share it, when we give it to people. When it relates to our faith and building faith, sometimes money, it's, it's a false representation. But to many Christians, this is a motif of Christian life. Nevertheless, let's talk about the faith message of James, which simply states, prove it. That's what he's saying. Do you confess trust in the life of Jesus? If so, then show me, he's saying. This is a simple abbreviated theology, and I like that. Now let's interject the concept of faith to this spiritual premise of worship. Are you a worshiper? Then prove that. What good is saying it if you don't do it? There are people out there who are going to churches. They're very active in churches. They have families. They participate in a lot of church time. There are also people out here listening to this podcast that are sort of in between, not doing a lot. They don't totally go to church. They don't even think about it too much, but they would go if they someone would invite them. Other Christians, they probably live alone or they're in a place where they don't have a lot of fellowship. So they're not really thinking, well, how am I going to worship? How am I going to you know, project this worship thing within a group of a congregation of believers? How do I do that? Well, if you don't go to church anywhere, you don't hear the word worship very often, but if you do go to church, you hear it all the time. If you listen to podcasts or you watch videos or live stream church services, you're going to hear the word worship a lot as well. But it doesn't matter how much you hear it or how much you talk about it, you still have to prove it. It's what James was saying, and it's what really what Titus was saying. If you trust in Jesus to save you, and call that trust your faith, then you have to tell people about it. You have to help people. You provide for people and you teach people. But if you're not doing that, you're living alone, you don't communicate with anyone, or you're not really wanting to be involved in church and be involved in that, you don't really have the opportunity to do those things. But God's saying you need to find those opportunities so you can prove and produce your faith and you can share it. If you say you are a worshiper of Jesus, now this is a little different, then bow down. That's what the Bible basically says. But this too is a abbreviated theology, which is good. It's really simple, but I can bow down anywhere. I don't have to be in a church service. I don't have to be out in the public somewhere proving that I'm a worshiper. You don't have to do that when it comes to worship. Bowing is the only action that will demonstrate the word worship. That's what we've been talking about. Nothing else will do it. Like faith, intimate worship needs proving. So just between you and God, you need to prove that. I know this sounds crazy, but when you're a believer and you're walking supposedly in Jesus with Jesus it doesn't eliminate social interaction but it's also not 100% dependent on it maybe you can't get to public places maybe you can't go to churches maybe you can't find one that you even like but does that bring you to a place where you can just nullify the idea that you're a worshiper 
Does it mean that you don't have to bow down and worship God when you're at home? Of course not. It means just the opposite. It means you should be. You know, when you talk about giving money, a lot of people give money. Even non-Christians, people who don't believe in God at all, they give their money to all sorts of things, usually for tax breaks, or maybe just because they really feel sincerely moved by a situation and they give a lot of money. But if you're a Christian and you give money, you tithe money, you give money away, you prove that you have faith, you do other things besides just giving money, you give your talents and your time, you just fall into that whole idea of your faith in Jesus is how you live. But when I mention the word worship to you because you're a Jesus follower, you should know what that is and you should say, wait a minute, when was the last time I did that? When was the last time I bowed down? I remember the last time I wrote a tithe check. I remember the last time I went on a missions trip or I shared with someone in the grocery store or on the street. But I can't remember the last time I bowed down and worshiped him. But it's the simplest theology there is. It's so abbreviated, it's just a few words. That's why the angels in, Re in Revelations and in Romans, they just say, hey, just bow down, bow before him. That's how simple it really is. The purpose of this podcast is to remind us to be a worshiper who walks in faith, trusts Jesus, but also worships God God's way.